I'm Dean. I'm the dad. I'm Laura. I'm the mom. And I'm Crystal, and I'm the daughter. And together we are it's Family, family Plot. Plot. Oh, that worked. <sighs> On a day when nothing else has much work, that did. So that's good. Well, we always work together. Yeah, we do. We do. Especially when we got Krista on our side here. We, we're kind of a fan of our Krista. I'm kind of a big fan. Alrighty, so uh, where do we open? Ah, the usual stuff if you want to support where? the show. Okay. The usual stuff. We want, we want, we need support for the show. We do. We definitely need support for the show. So if you want, you want to support for the show, uh, a few ways you can do that. Uh, Patreon, uh, which has is a monthly thing, and there's three different levels. And you know, if you if you want to go that route, that's cool. Buy me a coffee is a one-time thing. Uh, if you want to go that route, that's cool. And if you can't afford that, which we don't hold that against you, uh, the easiest thing to do is if you enjoy the show, share it on social media. If you don't enjoy the show, keep it to yourself. There you go. That's how that works. So, but uh, do something. Yeah, do something. Something is good. Nothing is bad. Something is good. So what are we doing tonight? Tonight we examine the last year. We check out cryptids and strange tales from 2022. We cover updates to stories we've already told. And we take a moment to look at our future in a show we like to call New Year, New Weird. Well, you like to call it that. What would you call it? I guess that's a good title, isn't it? How about 2023 Fabulous and Freak? Well, that's good, but that's see... That's good for one year, though. Dad's is good for multiple years on. Yeah, but we gotta change it up. New year, new year. Keep it hot. But if we have any fans at all, if we have any fans at all, they're used to New Year, New Weird. That's We, have, we do have fans. Okay, then. I wish we had those kind of fans. I'm hot. Yes, you are. But before we get into the new year and new weird, Krista has facts. Did his thing. I feel appreciated. You should. And rightly you should. Rightly I should feel appreciated. Huh? Ah! Not that kind of loud. <laughs> Sorry, Mom asked me to be loud. Well, people like to hear you. Ah! You have to talk. You can't be over here like yeah, I'm always timid. Yeah, yeah, but see, there's this, and then there's that. That's how it sounded at the beginning. How is that my fault? You have to keep yourself up there, baby. Okay, without the loud, obnoxious noises, just using your words. Okay. What? What weird facts do you have for us today, Crystalline? I have weird facts. They are microwave weird facts. Microwave weird facts? So they should be ready in a minute. <laughs> if I'd known you were coming, I'd have baked 
to take in my micro bake in my micro bake. Mom, no. Yes. No. It worked. It worked enough for you. I hated the pun. It wasn't a pun. It's. It, I think that you was an actual. So many puns. Uh, but that wasn't a pun. I think that actually was a commercial, like yeah. back when microwaves were newer. Back when I was young, young. It, it, it sounds like a, a commercial from for one of those easy bake ovens. Sure, easy bake oven. Which you know, I never trusted those because how much cooking can you really do with a with a light? More than you would think. You know, when Chrysalin was little, like little, little, like four or five, she had an oven that you used ice. To bake things with, supposedly, it was like this Disney magical ice oven that cooked with cold, and it did not work for a stink, but it was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hi, Crystalline. Hello. Microwave fact. Yeah, hi. You mean other than you can never trust the popcorn button on a microwave because it's going to burn your popcorn every time? Is that one of your facts? No, that was not one of my facts. Thank you for letting us know that. Also, another thing that isn't on my fact list, because apparently a lot of people don't know this, but um, the outside rim of the thing on the, of the plate inside the microwave uh-huh. is where you put your food so it gets thoroughly cooked. Uh, thoroughly warmed up, not cooked. I, I don't know that that's really a fact. You told me that. I think that's what actually spurred this on. But I'm, I feel like that's maybe like a TikTok fact and that may not be true. No. I think it's a fact. Okay, anyway. So what facts do you have for us about microwaves? Microwaves. Okay. Fact number one. The microwave was invented in 1940 by accident. Oops, honey, I think I made bacon. Uh, the photo is from the photo is from Ethan on Flickr. I don't know what that is. I don't care. Gotcha. Ethan! <laughs> it was invented by accident? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. While standing in front of uh, an active radar set working on Megatrons. Megatrons? Megatrons. Yeah. Megatron. I'm silly. Um, Percy Spencer noticed the candy bar in his pocket had been melted. Intrigued, Spencer, the leading expert at the time in radar tube design, decided to experiment. He ended up with creating a high-density electromagnetic field within a metal box that would go on to live in live in empty as the way we heat up burritos. Wow! Wow! Burritos, heat them up in That's the microwave. Awesome. That's awesome. Burritos are tasty. I like burritos. Uh, it depends on the burrito for me. Almost got burritos tonight. Almost. But it just, the, the deal wasn't good enough. I was looking at uh, Taco John's for the, the... I love Taco John's. It's so tasty. 
Yes, but it was only four tacos, two burritos, and a pound of potato olays. I thought we needed more than that. Yeah, no. I'm hungrier than that. Okay. <laughs> so this is fun. This is a fun fact. Mm -hmm. Um, Fact number two. Popcorn was made, was the first tested in food in a microwave. What, tacos? No, po popcorn. Popcorn. Popcorn was. Okay, so that kind of wraps into what I said. So, popcorn was the first thing that someone tested to cook in the microwave? Yeah. That's awesome. So, I, I guess you were kind of showing your age, honey, because according to Google, microwave actually was like an easy bake oven. <laughs> From back in 1985. So. I was almost graduating high school in that's, 85. That's why it would, that's why it would ring a bell to you and me. It, like, just barely because I was seven, maybe? Yeah, seven. Um. <laughs> Let's not talk about her age difference. It makes me feel sad. Once they built that magical box of microwaves, Spencer naturally had guessed it. And his first choice could not have been more perfect. Popcorn. It was a beautiful, bouncing success. You bouncing success. Yeah, you yes, just... it does. It could... yeah. I have at times when I've had popcorn, but not like microwave popcorn, thrown it in a paper bag. And microwave. Yes. Yes, you're right. I, I, I believe I attempted that when I was a child as well. It worked. The next day, he tried his second selection of food. An egg. It exploded. Right? <laughs> but not before a stunned engineer put his face just a little too close to behold the new machine's wondrous power. Actually, that one might have just been a hilarious kind of prank. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Talk about egg on your face. Yeah, absolutely. Facts <laughs> uh, number three. The first microwave cost $5,000. Yeah, they were pretty pricey back in the day. I remember my parents getting one for my little brother and sister's bottles when they were little. little they were born in 82. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a big deal. Sorry, I keep yawning. Ugh. Well, I'm sorry we can't, you know, keep you entertained. Are you not entertained? No, I'm entertained. I'm just fine here, but um, I just keep yawning for some reason. Smile more, you'll yawn less. <laughs> I don't think that's how that uh, song went. Are you talking about Hamilton? <laughs> Smile more. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, 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 no. We are not singing Hamilton. Oh, this is yes. not that kind of I podcast. I love Hamilton. I love Hamilton. I don't. Have uh, you ever sat down and watched the whole thing? I've watched enough. No, no. exactly. You have. No, exactly. You exactly. You I'm not. You I'm not the, something if you haven't watched through. I'm not the world's biggest fan of musicals. If you hadn't known, and the ones I do like are odd. 
I'm different. Just like you, baby. Mm. So, how are we doing on our fact? Um, I was gonna read this thing, but y'all started talking. Sorry, about go it. ahead. <laughs> Called the Randerage. Randerage? Randerage. Wait, no. Radarange. Radar range. Radar range. The machine was unsurprisingly a bigger robotic beast than what we know today, weighing 750 pounds and standing just under six foot tall. The first commercial microwave was sold for five thousand or fifty-two thousand. Adjusted for. Um, it was far wow. more powerful than today's microwave, cooking a whole potato in 30 seconds. Ew. Yeah. That's that. Well, it, it, he started by, you know, cooking things off of radar. So calling it a radar range made a certain kind of sense at the time. And nobody refers to them as that anymore, That I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so. Fact anyway. number four. Are we ready for this one? I'm ready yeah. for this one. Nobody wanted to buy one when it came out, which is fair. Who's going to spend an extra $5,000 on a microwave when you can cook other things and other things? That sounds stupid. Sounded better in my head. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a hard sell. You might get, like, I don't know, really rich people who like having things that poor people don't. But Pretty much, yeah. But I'm, I'm sure that's not a huge market segment. Probably less than 1%. Once they but I mean, that's normal. Yeah, I guess the first car probably didn't sell real well either. Once they reduced the size for consumer use, People came running for the space, space age technology, or not. <clears throat> According to Spencer's grandson, Rod, who names their grandson? Like, Rod as in Rodney? Sure. I, I, I don't know. It's probably Rodney, and he shortens it to Rod. Okay. I have a friend named Rod. His name is actually Rod Norman. I call him Rod the Storm and Mormon Norman, because he is a Mormon. I see. A, a fact of, about which I've given him an endless amount of guff, and which he takes so, so, so well. Yeah. The microwave oven eventually became known as Raytheon, Raytheon's largest commercial failure. And the reason why, why was that so... Like so many other failures, they saw spoon technology, but they didn't understand the market. True. Yeah, microwave, you gotta market that to housewives, at least in that time period. Well, not if it weighs 750 pounds, it costs five grand. Well, they they made them smaller, but so at that point, that's you gotta aim them at the housewives. Fair enough. We don't know how much smaller, though. It doesn't give specified specifications. 
Specificity. Well, I was going to say specified information, but... Hey, that's good, too. I like that even better. You so smiled. I mean, obviously, they worked. There's one right there. Yeah. I'm assuming they just kept on trying. Well, maybe it'll tell us in your next fact. No. Or maybe they'll finish if you read the rest of this fact. Yeah, sure. Don't look at me. Google didn't tell me. Actually, no, I finished fact number four. Oh, well. Uh, fact number five is what we're moving on to. Okay. We're moving on up to the top. Finally found that piece of the pie. Okay, fact five. Yeah, microwaving plastic covered food can give you cancer. Staying next to it won't. Putting plastic in a microwave is rarely a good idea since chemicals will leach into your food when the container breaks down. In the, in a night in I'm sick. In a 2011 Environmental Health 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 Perspective study, it was revealed that even BPA-free plastics leach estrogenic estrogenic. Sorry, I found it. <laughs> that leach estrogenic chemicals that could cause cancer. Oh, However, man. keep in mind that microwaves don't come filled with cancer-causing radiation, nor do they spill out into the air when you open the door. So feel free to stand in front of it while it zaps your leftovers back to life. Okay. So it's safe. It's 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 safe to stand next to it with your leftovers as long as your leftovers are not being cooked in a plastic container. Yeah. Right. Cool. And I just found verification of what I was singing, and so I am posting it in the Facebook group. Well, there you go. Well, that's the last fact. Oh, that's the last fact. Okay. I gave Krista some more claps. There it, we go. It was actually a thing. It was like a, it was it was like a microwave contraption for kids in 1994 to bake a real cake in the oven. In the microwave instead of in the oven for kids to bake a cake. Okay. Which is why I, which is why I, the song is kind of in my head. So, but if you want to see that happy actual tune, it's, I found the commercial on YouTube and I've reposted it. So, there you go. There you go. See, look at me. Look at me promo in the group in... The episode. Yeah, that's that's smart. So let's let's start with our with our our first story here. Dateline, Amarillo, Texas. On May twenty first of this year, a photo last year. or last last year. That's right. A photo from the Amarillo Zoo 
shows a strange-looking bipedal creature standing outside the zoo. The creature, which is mostly just a silhouette, looks like somebody in a fursuit, appears to be a dog-headed creature, and many, many are calling it the Dog Man of Amarillo. And, and, and for those who think I'm mispronouncing Amarillo, the, the Spanish word for yellow is Amarillo, but the town in Texas is Amarillo. Why? Because America. Okay? That's why. Anyway. America. So, uh, in a press release that it had its tongue firmly lodged in its cheek, the press release suggested the creature could be a coyote walking on its hind legs, a person in a strange hat, or the legendary chupacabra. It finally refers to the photographed creature as an unknown Amarillo object. An accompanying press release from local authorities says that the person in the web photo was outside of the zoo engaging in no criminal trespass or vandalism. Now, looking at the photo, to me, it looks like a, an elongated Sonic the Hedgehog, like from the video game. Mm. I mean... I can kind of, so I'm kind of surprised nobody said Skinwalker, because to me, that's kind of what it, to me, that's kind of what it looks like a little bit, um, or it, it could have been somebody in a, in a persona. A fursuit! Um, or, or, you know. Were you hanging out in Amarillo without no, our... No, I don't it have was, a fursuit. It was close to her birthday. She yeah. was almost 13. Yeah, it, it was six days before her birthday. Yeah, before a Christmas birthday special. There, mean, the the weirdest thing to me though is the 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 way it's standing. Like that doesn't look like a normal way any person stands. Yeah, but that's like if you're walking. That's it's a it's a freeze frame shot. It's it's like it could be in mid set. That's what it looks like. Somebody's just like and and chugging it, right along and and the thing is. It looks like it has a tail. Could be, or that could have just been like, you know, their cell phone in there. If it looks like it has a tail, it's probably a tail. Oh no. It I still say Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, it's no fun. Five point link micro. Is that one twenty-five AM? It was 51 degrees Fahrenheit. It wasn't a full moon because the uh, camera photo definitely shows us. Are we sharing these pictures when we drop the episode or no? Um, uh, yeah, I'd like to anyway. Okay, I'm just curious. <clears throat> Dean did such a good job with our notes this week. I just, you know. But yeah, so if it's... <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know. Is it you? It's not one of your brothers, I'm sure. Yeah. No, yeah. but it is a heathen. I still think it looks like Sonic. Yeah, it does. It doesn't look anything like Sonic. I don't know what you're seeing. You need to bring your glasses. Okay, that's fine. Yep, I know. Shall I, uh, the next one? You can. You absolutely can. So our next story comes from rural. 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 You, you've got to say, yeah, and to say it properly, you've almost got to say it like Earl. Rural. R no. 
2022, a young boy by the name of Sebastian Escalante. Escalante. Went outside to play with his dog wearing a Captain America cape. He was found a short time later by a neighbor woman floating in a nearby lagoon with his dog attempting to pull him from the water by his cape. Oh no, poor little boy. The neighbor stepped in and rescued the boy who, when asked about the situation, claimed that an invisible goblin called the Pomero. Pombero. Hey, I missed Yeah, yeah. By locals, grabbed him by his cape and hurled him into the lagoon. Well, nasty little goblin. The boy claimed that his dog had become frozen and then something he couldn't see tossed him into the lagoon. His mother, Maria Escalante, claims that the Pombero? Pombero, yeah. Pombero has been encountered in the neighborhood before, and this is not the first time the creature has caused problems with locals. Kids floating in a lagoon is a little more than just a problem. That kid could have been dead. Yeah, well, it, it, Pomberos are, are well, it, they're goblins, but they can turn invisible. It's it's a it's a local creature to this part of Argentina, and they're if you see like the the representations of them, they're creepy AF. Sounds like it. And it just so, but at the same time, I'm sure they believe it, but. I don't know if I do. You don't believe in a goblin running around? Yeah, but he is a goblin. Well, it's just, okay. What we have is the boy and his dog and a neighbor. That That's what we have. The boy's in the water. Dog's trying to pull him out. Neighbor's with him. Makes me wonder if the boy did something he shouldn't have that got him in the water. Because when he, it's not in there, but the story that I got this from, he went outside to go play superheroes with his friends. Mm. And so it makes me wonder if. It makes me wonder if he was playing and he fell in the lagoon and then to keep himself from getting in trouble, he said the Pombero threw him in. But well, you never know what comes up with that random thing. Well, it is Argent- Argentina. They speak Spanish, I believe, so. Fair enough. Well, that, that kid was just like, oh, yeah, I come up with stupid names like Let's, well, no, but it's, it's not like, stupid. That's not what I meant. That, okay, just... but Chrissy, it's like it's it's like you it, it's like a kid in America saying, "Oh, Slenderman made me do it," kind of thing. You know, it's like or the boogeyman local, is hiding under my bed. It's a local legend, so that I think that's what your dad is saying. Yeah, he didn't just come up with that name. They they 
they, I mean, the, the superstition is there. It's yeah. just... <sighs> Wild. Yeah. So let's go to South Africa. Mm. We're, we're, uh, we're making our way. We're, we're making the rounds this year. Yeah, we're going around the world. Sometime in 2022, it didn't have an exact date. In a video that surfaced earlier this year that has no other date around it, uh, purported to be from South Africa or Kenya, a young black girl is lying on the beach surrounded by curious onlookers, and she has the lower half of a fish. Now, while no one seems too concerned or worried or even excited, it does appear like it's proof of mermaids existing. It does. Until... Until you do a little research. Turns out mermaiding is a sport in South Africa. With women donning fishtails to swim and do tricks in the water. So I actually know a couple of people who mermaid here in the United States as well. So this really isn't that surprising to me. But if somebody was trying to put it off as an actual mermaid, that would, that would be where it would be a little... Well, if you do a, a YouTube search for South Africa mermaid, this is what comes up, I this see. video. And I was reading about it. Uh, I find that in the notion very unlikely considering this, that, that this is a real mermaid that people are seeing. Uh, very unlikely considering mermaiding is, is taking over South Africa. <coughs> so... What say we take a moment for a word from our sponsors? So, Honey. how do you feel? Sponsored. Oh, there we go. So, getting back to the mermaid. I'm my take on it is with mermaiding being a sport, probably just picture of a girl in a mermaid suit. But I was showing the video to Krista, mm -hmm. and Krista was kind of skeevy on it too. You, you know, you know, there are very there is a possibility that it's real, but you know, I have I am skeptical skeptical because of well, just the pure fact that there have been so many realistic tales that that girl may have not been an animatronic, but the tale could have some raw animatronic pieces in it. Oh, absolutely! It was a repetitive movement of the tail. It wasn't different movements each time. Right, right. There was a pattern to it. And yeah. most living things don't have patterns to it unless it is actually needed for them to live. Right, and if, even if it was a mermaid, let's say, say absolutely it is, you would think it would be floundering more for a creature to live in the water. And be on land. Right. So, while I wanna, I wanna believe I'm the first one that wants to believe. Mm, I don't. 
I don't, not in this. So you want to take this next one, one of the you two? What you got, Krista? V3, eight, yes. V3 is Roman for eight. Sorry. Roman numerals. Sorry, I don't know numerals. Roman numerals. That's why I told you what it was. Eight. Dateline, Mississippi. A man living on a houseboat in Mississippi released a cell phone photo of a creature he saw in 2016. This creature, this creature he claimed the river soul. In his own words, it was pinkish tan with bulging eyes. It had two. It had funny-looking ears, two arms, two legs, and what appeared to be horns out of its head. Out of its head. It had a short, round body, drinking from the shore. From what I saw, I I would swear it was like a troll. It was devil ugly. I look at it, I took my phone out and took a picture. This day, anyone I show show it to wears the river river cliff. You couldn't walk up up or down around our houseboat without that eerie feeling of want. And it wasn't just me. <clears throat> anyone who came out, out our way felt you would hear what sounded like monkey. One time, something threw rock and hit my friend. Personally, I find the story. Like okay, that's that's for me. I wrote it down. Is personally, I, I find the story. Yeah, I but I agree with that. So I said that out loud. If I. But okay, <laughs> let's look at the photo because I included it, and you can see the thing he's talking about getting a drink. And your mom actually has has a it has it larger, so you can see the thing a little better. And man, again, I want to believe, but there's there's some things for me that are that are problematic. One, he lives on a houseboat in Mississippi. That's not a good life plan. That's just a bad life plan. And I don't think people with bad life plans get to see hey, river trolls. Don't, 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 don't be judgmental. I'm sorry. That's don't, don't be judgmental of the houseboat folks in Mississippi. There could be some very calm and rational folks living down there in houseboats in Mississippi now. And, and okay, that aside, uh-huh. that aside, it, it's the fact that you feel like you're being watched all the time. Now, that sounds like something Jason Hawes of Ghostbusters used to refer to as a ghost fear, hunters. or yeah, ghost hunter, sorry, as a fear cage. Which basically, if you've got an electromagnetic field and you're near it or in it on a regular basis, you feel like you're being watched. You feel paranoid. Right. And so this guy is living on a houseboat of indeterminate repair. I think it's far more likely that something on the boat is malfunctioning and he's living in a fear cage than... He's got something watching, even with this photo. Because the more I look at this photo, the more I'm not sure it actually even shows a creature. I want it to. But it could be a log. Maybe. See, the thing is, I can't see anything. It looks like fog. 
Like, see, I know where it, you're showing me it is, but it doesn't seem like a pale pink. And it doesn't doesn't even look like what they describe. Yeah, and then, you know, someone throwing a rock at someone does not proof of River Troll make. If a River Troll wanted to make itself known, it would not throw a rock at your head. No, it would come and break your boat. And 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 as for, you know, anybody I show the picture to, I, I just don't know how discerning his friends are. I'm sorry, I just, I can't take the, the word of people I've never met who are friends with someone who lives in a houseboat in, in Mississippi, no less. I don't know. This one just, it doesn't work for me. Also, he released it last year, but supposedly saw it in 2015. That's not a good... That's, yeah, so sitting on a photo like that for seven years, so it's, okay. You know, and I, and, and I mean, if I took a picture... And somehow got the Boggy Creek monster in it. I wouldn't sit on it for a few years just showing it to my friends. I'd publish it to Facebook. I'd put it well, elsewhere. And even if you did, those friends would include the folks over at Drunk Theory. And they would share it with everybody the next time they got drunk. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it's Love you guys. <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> If I took a picture of a zombie, I'd show it to to Amelia from uh, the Bitch and Boutique crew over there. Sure, absolutely. You got it. We we know too many people to sit on things for more than a couple of days, much less seven years. <laughs> so let's take our next one. Now this one is interesting to me. I don't know if I I don't know how much I believe it, but very interesting. Dateline, Alberta, Canada. Uh, April, May of 2022. Dawson, a Canadian TikToker, posts a video of what looks to be a giant man, or perhaps a Sasquatch or a Yeti, uh, standing on Whistler's Peak in Alberta, Canada. Now, Crazy Canadian. Now, now he attempts to get to the bottom of the sighting in further videos, including one where he is driving to Whistler's Peak, only to see a man standing in front of a car blocking the road. The stranger tells him, road's closed, turn around. Uh-huh. Why do I feel like I saw that in a movie? Wasn't that in the movie from your Bobcat Goldthwait friend? Willow Creek? Yeah. Kind of, but not kind of. Yeah. Before uh, they died. That they they are met by a local who basically tells them to go away. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's similar but not the same. Now later still he he talks about he he, he has another video where he claims a strange car is parked in front of his house. Mm. He goes outside and attempts to get, you know, the vehicle on camera, but the driver speeds off. But it does appear to be the same car that stopped him from going to Whistler's Peak. Now, later still, he posts yet another TikTok video, this one where his hands are thrust into his pockets. He spends most of his time looking down 
or off screen where he announces his videos were were hoaxed and done for entertainment. Uh, a few weeks later, he posts a nine-second video where he's walking through a darkened room and he announces that this might be his final posting and he says none of his videos were faked and he's seen too much to hide the truth. Wow. Now, shortly after that, a, a, a podcaster gets in touch with him, wants to talk to him about the initial video. And the guy guy says, is it real or faked or what? And he says, and his response is, it's faked. It's all faked. Why? What have you seen? Which is a weird thing to ask someone in a, in a text message. Now, a short time after that, he was found dead without an apparent cause of death. Yeah, that, that one's weird. That's, that's, that's creepy. That's very, uh, that's very Mulder and Scully X-Files-esque. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> now, again, I would be remiss if I didn't say there is every possibility that everything up to the death was fake. But, I don't know. The fact that he died, that seems a bit overcommitted. I feel like... The fact that people didn't know how he died kind of takes shivers of my spine. Because if, if the people who detect how people die didn't even know what happened to him... It really scares me. I'm like, oh, okay, um, that's not cool. Right, and and see, that's... But here's the other thing, okay? Mm -hmm. Here's the other side of it for me. <laughs> the guy could have a mental illness. And, and if we're going to talk about this, we've got to do a trigger warning. If he has a mental illness... And he took this video and he obsessed over it. Then everything else could just be kind of normal. And, that, and that's definitely true, especially in this day and age. And we're talking about there's still a lot of people who are just really messed up after COVID-19. There are a lot of people who have had COVID-19 that it's messed them up. So, I mean, all of that is definitely a possibility. So. So, I'm going to call this one undecided because I always want to believe. That's the thing. I always want to. Sure. I mean, we wouldn't do what we do if we didn't want to believe. But it, it's just too... Funky? Yeah, it's, there, there's just too much to it. There's a, that's, a, that's a lot for it not to be something that everybody's jumped onto. Right. And 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 it's just, I don't know. There's just, I go back and forth. I believe it, and then I don't. And then I believe it, and then I don't. And I've looked at the picture, because if you do Whistler's Peak, you know, picture, it'll come up. Mm -hmm. It just, I don't know. I don't know. And you TikTok, so you could certainly look up all the guys' videos. Dawson in, you know, Whistler's Peak, Canada. 
Um, I, I'm it's probably that one better than me. I don't. I'm still learn. I'm still learning TikTok. We're not going to talk about me TikToking because if anybody goes and tries to find me on TikTok, they might come across that really unfortunate. Some of those really unfortunate pictures that I posted when I first started, but I haven't. I haven't figured out how to delete those yet. So, what do you mean I can't? <laughs> yeah, those are stuck. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll just we're gonna see what happens as far as. But she could look it up for sure because she's could, yeah. smart like that. I could, but I get freaked out easily. So. And just I, I don't know, just the fact that he's going back and forth, and at one point he's looking. Just I don't know. It it, it feels creepy. It feels creepy. I don't know what he saw, but it feels creepy. So do you want to take the next one? Yeah, sure. So next we move on to Moorhead, Kentucky in July of this past year. There was a post to a Facebook group by Douglas Windsor McLawney III. It was picked up by multiple media outlets and seems to show a white figure moving slowly among the cars and other things in a Kentucky driveway. The creature is pale and except for the fact that it has arms, is slightly reminiscent of the Fresno night. Color. Some claim it reminds them of a rake, an odd kind of cryptid. From the pictures that we found, it looks very digital. So it could be an apparition or, and Dean thought that it was more likely some kind of digital. If you do a YouTube search, for humanoid figure in Kentucky driveway, it will bring the video up. So, it, while we're sitting here talking about it, let's go ahead and look. It, it's easy oh. enough to do. Oh. But yeah, it, it's just once you see it, you'll you, you'll get what I mean by it's just it's so unusual looking. It, it really is, and it doesn't look. Like I said, it looks to me the same as as the uh, Fresno Nightcrawlers do. It's got that same luminescence to it. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just let me see. There's a picture of it there. Yeah, that is kind of creepy looking. And what's next to it is a picture of a rake, but the video they've taken that from is almost certainly host. Right. But here's the video. Oh. So... Somebody 
see his face clearly right there. It, it just, yeah, it doesn't look right. It, it There's something off with it. And and it, it could be that its knees look like they're bent kind of backwards, but... You know, when um, body parts are elongated or certain Right. That bothers the living crap out of me. <laughs> I am so scared by stuff like that. I'm like, I don't like that. Especially when they have like a creepy voice. Who gives a no? That's scary. Well, it's uh, it reminds me of a, a, a Stephen King short story. There's this story where this guy gets up, goes to his bathroom, and he sees this finger coming out of it, the hole on his sink, just sort of scratching around. And he's the only one who sees it. Like he 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 his wife goes in and she doesn't see it, and so. He keeps seeing this finger, and then finally he's like, it, it just, it, it keeps living in his head. He can't get the image out. <clears throat> so one day, he's got an electric knife, he's got Drano, and right, he, he pulls the finger out, he starts cutting it off, he, he pours the Drano down the sink, right, and... It, his his wife comes home. There's blood all over the bathroom. There's Drano all over the bathroom, right? And he's he's trying to explain, and that's when the something starts punching at the top of the toilet, and you don't ever get to see what comes out. But oh no, gnarly! No, why did you tell us that? No, he's getting me out of this uncomfy situation. I'm yeah, not happy. No, I'm not happy. Uh, it, it's Stephen King. It's not real. Well, it's Stephen there's King. There's a reason that some of us don't read Stephen King's weird. But the, <laughs> the point is, is that the thing we were already putting yeah. a trigger warning. Trigger on warnings? Yeah. Ooh, I, I consider myself triggered at this point. Yeah. So, it, it, yeah. long story short, I, I just. Yeah, okay, so yeah, so bringing it full circle back to where we were, that video is gross. From my unprofessional opinion, is BS. And that's where I am it with it. It's fake AF. That's where I am with it, too, just because the creature stands out too much from the background. Yeah, it's it looks like somebody in one of those stretchy bodysuits that they sell at like Halloween stores, trying to look creepy. Right, right. And I mean, like, there's no purpose to what it's doing. It's just kind of hunched and odd, and in the middle of very purposely kind of just hanging out, showing off. No, the real thing nah. is trying to knock on yeah, your door, no. your house. Yeah, no. Just, it's, yeah. Or it would at least have more of a purpose than just ambling aimlessly around exactly. your driveway. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going for. Yeah, they would try to, like, enter your house, not fuck around 
has your driveway acting stupid. Krista, you want to take the next one, or? No, I've done my talking. Okay. <laughs> She's all talked out, Dad. I'm talked out. <laughs> Dateline, Oxford, Connecticut. August 3rd. A person claimed to look out their window, and mind you, there is no video for this that I could find or picture, so we're just taking their, their eyewitnesses word on this. Okay. Uh, claimed to look out their window and see a... Uh, a creature that resembled a tree on legs moving across their driveway. Yep. The observers stopped in their tracks when a puzzling four-foot-tall being ran out of the woods to my left, across my driveway, and into the woods uh, slash yard of the property on the right. As it was only about 10 yards away, the witness managed to get a pretty good look at the creature, which they likened to a tree on legs with small arms, possessing no visible curves, hips, or shoulders. The oddity is said to have been brown and skinny with no fur or hair, and that it moved lightning fast. And I am Groot! And light as... Yeah, 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 I didn't even think about that. <laughs> a worse version of Groot, I hate it. Adolescent groups. <laughs> Light as a feather, as if it wasn't even touching the ground. Remarkably, the witness observed that not only was the creature silent, but its presence seemingly caused a quiet to fall over the area, as none of the birds or other nearby animals made a sound during the moment. <laughs> One additional detail noted by the resident is that its legs moved in a peculiar fashion, as if you were, as if it were pedaling a bicycle. Mm. Alas, the witness was only able to catch a glimpse of the back and side of the creature rather than its face, though noted that they did not see a tail, ears, or any other body part a normal animal or a human would have. Well, you know. I mean, it's kind of... What you going to do? It's kind of called... Um, 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 let's see here. It's kind of called... Now, insisting that they were completely sober when the sighting occurred and that they are not on any medication, which might account for some kind of hallucination, the resident mused that, I don't know if it was for sure an alien, but I don't know what else it could be. <laughs> to that end, the witness said that there was no sign of any craft in the area, though amusingly conceded that I wasn't going to walk through the woods to look either. The, the the observer initially reported the creature to the National UFO Reporting Center. Well, you know, that's, I mean, that's something. Now, if, if this person is to be believed, mm -hmm. and that's a question all on its own, sure. I don't know that I would think alien. If I see something that resembles a walking tree, I'm thinking some sort of Native American boogeyman, something along the lines of the puck wedgie. And then, if you see something like that, I kind of feel like, no, like you could have three people standing there, and if it didn't want them to see it, they wouldn't. It would just be you. So, I, I, I don't know. 
This is another one I kind of go back and forth with, but in the end, if you ask me to put a hard line on it, I would say I, I, I have a real problem believing it because the only evidence we have is it that. Of, yeah, is that. Well, of I, I, I mean, if there was an actual report made, I think that puts a little more substantial to it because if you're making an actual report, there's the possibility of there being an investigation. I don't know. Yeah, but without knowing who it is, maybe this person reports something in their driveway every other week. You know, we don't know. And that's that's where I feel like this one sort of falls down. I think so far, honestly, the best one is the thing outside the Amarillo Zoo, which I know it's not Sonic, but to me it looks like the silhouette of like Sonic in the movies, the the, the two movies. But we all have our own opinions and our own ways of looking at things. We all have so. our own perspective. <clears throat> Do you want to read the final story, dear? So, Himmel, Hempstead, England, August of 2022. Alicia Stoddart catches a strange thing on her security camera. It appears to be a pixie, a fairy, very similar to the Tooth Fairy of Legend. She and her family googled various insects, but couldn't find anything to match the image of the creature they captured. While Alicia says she probably captured an insect of some kind, her son points to a loose tooth and claims that it had to be the tooth fairy. Alicia claims that while there is more than likely a rational explanation for the strange creature on her security video, it is important to find magic and something to believe in in today's strange world. It is interesting to note that Himmel Hempstead has a yearly fairy festival in the spring. I love this story. And what I I want to say, what I want to bring back, and you may you may have already thought of that this, but what it makes me think of is that dad and his two little girls who caught the video, the cell phone video of the fairy of the fairies chasing them mm-hmm. that came out last year or the year before. Right. And that also was in Europe. So I think those are kind of and I personally believe in fairies, so I think this one has a very strong possibility of being an actual. And you're not going to convince me otherwise, no matter what you say there. <laughs> well, okay. First of all, I, I don't want to not convince anyone. Uh, of, of them all, I like this one the best because she leaves the door open. Yeah, which, which to that. Which to me, which to me says volumes. Yeah. The person that's like, ah, no, I saw a Yeti is less believable to me mm-hmm. than the person who says, I saw something and I'm trying to find what it is, trying to figure it out. And I love the fact that her son was like, look, I got a loose tooth. It's got to be a tooth, for, tooth fairy. Absolutely. Amazing. I just, I want to be friends with this family. I love it. 
They are my people. <laughs> so, and I kind of buy this one because the video is there online. You can find it. There's also pictures of it. And the thing I saw might very well have been an insect in bright light. But it doesn't, he that? it doesn't look like one. If it's an insect, it's the weirdest one I've ever looked, I've ever seen, because it does look like mm -hmm. butterfly wings stuck on something with really long legs. Mm -hmm. Like if you took a praying mantis and stuck giant butterfly wings on it almost. Uh. And, and yeah, it could be a, a little person almost. So yeah, while the physical evidence is maybe wanting a bit, mm -hmm. the fact that it's in a place that does have a fairy festival... Mm -hmm. I want to believe this one. And I want to believe this one to the point of I'm going to believe this one just because it, it just, I don't know. It, it, it fulfills something in me to, to believe this. Hey, and if they, if, if, if that family hears our show and they want to reach out to us, we would love to talk to you. Oh yeah. I would interview you about that. So if you know this family, so this is about, have them reach out to us. We would love to talk to them about their fairies. Yep, I, absolutely. So Cri cool. So Krista, you have any thoughts about the, 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 the fairy they caught on their security camera? Or any parts of the story? There are explanations for very many things. But we're saying that we're seeing Fairies on cameras, and anybody wants to make a big donation to us through buy me a coffee uh we would we would happily go to himmel Hempstead and check out the fairy festival and just oh, make sure there sure. are no actual fairies there sure absolutely you know because yeah i i looked at some of the stuff about their fairy festival and it looks it looks fun i, I it's the first thing I would I thought is, oh, the kids would have so much fun there. <laughs> I want to go to the fairy festival in England. <laughs> so, Krista, would you like to start with your summary or your final thoughts, sir? Sure. Over everything that we've talked about tonight. Okay, let's see. I feel like. Can I talk about 20, how 2022 was? Well, sure, you can talk about anything you want. It's final thoughts. Um, you can talk about how much my feet smell if you want to. You know, um, your feet don't smell anywhere near as bad as hers do, so that would be bad. Guess whose fault that is? She got that from me. I, I have stinky feet, too, so we'll just be real honest. <clears throat> anyway, Kristen, your final thoughts. My final thoughts are, I feel like this may have been an omen for what 2022 was going to be like. Or 
what what 2023 is a, a preview of 2023 like because a lot of these are just things that people were either trying to make others believe or things that were actually real and we just haven't discovered it yet but it's there's I be- totally believe in an afterlife and I totally believe in ghosts and I feel like a big thing is we don't really feel like discovering anything until we put our brains, our souls, and even our body into it. That's true. I mean, for years, scientists doubted the existence of the gorilla until they 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 actually, I don't know if they caught one or whatever, but... They are trying to bring back the woolly mammoths. They are... They're, they're insane. <laughs> but well, that's it, one way of looking it, at it. Well, they're, what? They're, it's showing. Wow. Hold on, guys. <laughs> My podcast too. Yes, but thank you. <clears throat> I feel like that experimenting is the only way we will find out. But we don't have to do it in a difficult way. We take what we already know about things that we've seen, and we use that information to find out more about the specific thing that you're experiencing. It's a hypothesis and a question. It is straight out there. All right. I, I like it. Uh, I, oh, my social studies I for me, I had missed most of these stories in 2022, mm-hmm. and and I feel bad about that. I feel like I, I didn't have my eyes open enough, and it just makes me want to go forward and make sure that I'm paying attention. To even the oddest things in the news. Because you never know. I mean, if we had gotten in touch, if we had found, if I'd found out about the, the what's her name? Uh, Alicia Stoddart in, in August. Yeah. I would have reached out to try to get an interview because that would have been amazing. Absolutely. You know, and, and so... I feel like, you know, our podcast is a bit lessened because I wasn't on my my game. But at the same time, it also just reminds me why we do the podcast, which is partially because we're family and and I love having this thing that we do. But also partially because we're interested in the mysteries of the world around us. And and. And understanding things from the past and understanding why people do things. And so I, I just feel like this little breath of fresh air is what, what I needed to sort of carry us into 2023 and beyond. And it's been it's been awesome dealing with all this. It's been awesome, like, that followers sort of relate to this because if you listen to something or like a podcast i expect you either really like it or you relate 
Or if you're, let's say, you're alone for a couple of days. You're just like, hmm, I really want something that can keep me company. Well, we don't actually keep people company. Uh, we uh, we're there for the we're there there for them through this podcast, right? And we're there for them whenever you know they need to talk. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I feel like twenty twenty two twenty twenty two was just a mess, and I feel like twenty twenty three may also be a mess, but at least we're here together through it, and at least we have our support. Oh, your thoughts, hon? Trust him, Pixie does. Alright, works for me. Is that is that where you want to leave it? I just I I love Alicia. I love the Stoddard family story so much. It's just I'm stuck with it. I'm just that's that's my takeaway from the day. I love it so much. And that's our show. Ten weird little stories from 2022 that prove that no matter what, we are forever surrounded by the strange and the weird. Thanks for listening. Thanks to uh, Bill Barrent, who does our theme music. Uh, if you need theme music for a project, Bill's your guy. Reach out to him at Bill Barrent, and that last name is spelled B-E-H-R-E-N-D-T, at sbcglobal.net. He'll be happy to help you out. Uh, also, thanks to Paige Elmore, who, along with our own Krista, did our new logo art. Logo art. Thank and you, Paige. And it is so cool. It is. Thank you, Paige. Also, thanks to Aaron Gnurk of the Big Dumb Fun Show, uh, who promotes us locally. Thank you, Aaron. Join us next week for a very special historical episode as we look into a South African resort and their Black December and the shark attacks that happened. It's it's certainly going to be a danger-filled episode. Like this one wasn't already? Well, this one was a little interesting, but... What's life without a little adventure and interest, right? And that's what we do. We we adventure through the airways. Through we travel through time using the podcast and our imagination. And and, and it works. I like it. It does. And on that note, we should probably say bye. bye. bye.